What's up, y'all? It's Drewski, and I've teamed up with Mountain Dew to produce a hilarious new basketball podcast called The Dew Zone with Drewski. Learn the backstories of your favorite ballers and celebrities like Jamal Murray. Did you have, like, a favorite team? Was it the Raptors at the time or no? Was the Raptors even started around that time? Come on, bro. I ain't that old, fam. <laughs> You're talking like I'm 50. Taylor Rooks, Asia Wilson, and many more. You won't want to miss this. Listen to The Do Zone with Drewski on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts. Chase Thomas podcast. The Chase Thomas podcast. Um, my nephew needs me to record. See, I hate. I already hate it. I hate it. All right, welcome back to a Monday night edition of the Chase Thomas podcast. It's Monday, so you know what that means. Duncan T. Steele is here in the daylight hours because you were off in honor of Columbus Day. Yeah, the great, the great Christopher Columbus. You know, celebrating genocide is pretty bad, but I'm taking that day off. It was worth it. I think that's like the the new thing where it's just it's wrong. We shouldn't have it anymore. But people also like having days off from work. So yeah, and I think more companies are like going towards not celebrating it or not observing it at all. But uh, my, mine hasn't, so I'm uh, I'm gonna stick that out. I haven't had two consecutive days off in a minute, so I'm gonna take them. Two consecutive days off. Yeah. Sunday. Oh, are you off tomorrow too? Or are you counting Sunday? Yeah, Sunday. We call that the weekend. I usually don't have those. Really? No, I usually work through the weekend. I've worked through the weekend for the past like six, seven years. Mm. Okay. Holy shit. Yeah. How old are you? Twenty-seven. Why? You know this. I, I don't think. know. I always get it wrong because like Cola and you are like it's because Noah is like thirty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's thirty-three. Yeah. And then I am twenty-eight, which is a basically like 26 see his age and sean's age fucks me up with your age because like i always think you're in that group and like i think sean's sean's about to be either 29 or 30 pretty sure he's 30 but like i always get that confused cola cola i just know he's younger than me but right like a, a good margin it's like he's 23 24 yeah but he's got his shit together better than all of us yeah so i'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with 24 because if he's 23 I, I should just go ahead and end this shit now yeah well, it's okay. Um, there's all kinds of possibilities for his his crumbling. Eh, probably not. Probably not. Not him. Not him. It's unfortunate. Uh, but we are not talking about Cola. Even though Cola had an opportunity to be on this podcast later today, but he went and disappeared to Clemson. He goes out of town and doesn't tell anybody and just appears on Instagram in another state. This motherfucker had you create a segment and then went to Clemson <laughs> and I'll fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most coldest shit I've ever seen in my life. Coldest corner. Uh, put off for another week. Yeah, I was just like, I watched his Instagram story and I saw the Clemson thing. I was like, what? Ah, no, uh, he's not coming back. He's not coming back. There's no. no way. He just disappears. And I think he drove because his car is not here. Yeah, he's stealing my fucking thunder because that's my thing, and, and but it's fine. He's he's doing it a little bit better in greater fashion, but it's all good. Yeah, um, you were here earlier, and I didn't even realize you were here. Yeah, it's all kinds of weird stuff going on these days. Yeah, I know. I was like, um, but I'm here for the pod instead of taking taking a nap. So you know, priorities. Exactly. Um, I I would like to believe that I'm a higher priority than your sleep. Fair, fairish, okay. fairish, fairish. Well, um, thank you for being here, Duncan. I know it's been a rough three-week stretch oh, absolutely. for you. Um, yesterday being the uh, just, is it rock bottom? It's not rock bottom. It's the roughest streak since 2017. That's the roughest thing we've gone through. But the thing about it is, like, with the Cowboys, it's the division completely looks like trash, so there's a lot of hope still. 
I mean, that's the biggest thing is like as bad as the Cowboys have looked, they haven't looked as bad as the Eagles secondary has looked um, as of late. So it's just this weird thing where I still think the Eagles are the best team in that division, but that division is just so bad that the Cowboys aren't out of anything. It just depends on like how you how you look at teams like the Cowboys, because I think um, I mean, when you look at their first three wins, those don't look like anything now. Pretty hollow, like Redskins, Giants. And who was the other one? Redskins, Giants, and uh, the Dolphins. Oh, the Dolphins, right. Yeah. So that was a good 3-0. Um, and then they've lost to every good team they've played. And then the Jets. But the Jets, man, completely different team when Sam Darnold is healthy. It turns out when you have a good young quarterback, <laughs> things are better. Um, and you thought it was funny how they did Luke Falk once uh, he got medically cleared. Oh, they did my guy dirty. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> as soon as they found out Sam's playing, they like... Let's, let's have a talk, bud. Let's have a talk. Your ass is gone. <laughs> Just fired him completely. I'm like, damn. He got his ass whooped for the past couple weeks, and that's all you got to say for him, man. But, I, I mean, he's not going to win you any games, and at this point, he doesn't look like a viable backup. He looks more like the whole Nate Peterman situation, but even though he still didn't have a worse game than he ever had, and he still has a job. So, that's just weird to me, but, hey, Sam's there. They look better, but I was just worried about Dallas because it's the first time they've lost to a bad team. I mean, you can say what you want about Sam Darnold being there, but they haven't won any games. I don't think they're bad. I think the Jets, like, they have the 10th best defense and defensive DVOA. I think it's kind of mm-hmm. weird that Leonard Williams is seriously on the trade block while their defense is doing really well, but Greg Williams is a good defensive coordinator. Correct. I think, like, because when we were going into the season, most people looked at the AFC East as, like, either the Jets or the Bills are going to get a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. It seems like one of those two will have a good season. We don't know which one. You could talk yourself into either one. But it looked like the Bills were going to run away with it. And if you look at their schedule down the stretch, the Bills are going to be a playoff team. They're right. going to get a wild card. But if Darnold doesn't go away for Mono, I think there still <laughs> is an easy path for them to get that wild card spot. I think they're just a lot. They're not the 0-5 Dolphins. It was just they were a lot better than that. And we saw yesterday with Le'Veon um, actually having some help. Um, that team just looks better. And um, I just – the Cowboys – I don't know how they really got here. How did they get here, in your opinion? I mean, they got here – well, it kind of – they got here by losing to a team they shouldn't have lost to. The last two weeks, those were fully anticipated losses for me. Um, but we – I should have known better because I was thinking of it. If you hear me last week, you'll hear that I thought that this was a scratch-off. This is Darnold's first game back, but he's not going to be worth anything at this point. Um, but this was the best game they were supposed to play all season, getting their franchise guys back. They have a lot of guys who are hard on that team. They got like Quentin Williams, Leonard Williams. They have uh, Jamal Adams, Le'Veon Bell. They have a nice little piece of things going together. They have great coaches in Adam Gase and Greg Williams and stuff like that. So, I mean, this was going to be – this should have been the game that they played the best. And you saw Dallas definitely play down to their competition, which they really don't do. They haven't really done in the Dak era since that that bad stretch in 2017. But – um. It's it's the drops, it's losing to Mari, and injuries are just crushing the NFC East except for the Giants, which they're irrelevant at this point. But the Eagles are decimated by injuries. The Cowboys are. Washington, that is the bane of their existence, is the injuries. But going forward with the Cowboys, they still have a lot to salvage. I literally only had them losing <clears throat> three to five games. It was going to be the Saints, Patriots, Packers. Jets, I didn't have them losing to, obviously, but... If they win the games that they're supposed to win, their schedule gets significantly easier. The Eagles season, this is about to be a true rough stretch for them. So if they pull it around and they can 
and they can like rally around Jason Garrett, which is another concern for me. They can really make some things happen and go to the playoffs. It's just they got to get it together. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was interesting that they were coming into this week with the most efficient offense. Kellen Moore has done a really good job. Um, I forgot I saw someone's tweet. Um, either someone was on the broadcast or someone tweeted this out yesterday, but basically like this game plan that they had against the Jets had Jason Garrett's fingerprints all over it. Did you think that they game planned a little bit more Jason Garrity yesterday than it had been previously? Oh, absolutely, because that should have been the game plan. If you look at who the Jets have been all season, all you had to do looking at the game plan was run the ball. Run Zeke, play conservative. You should come out with a win, but one thing led to another, some turnovers, some sacks, and and that, that up front, all, offensive line and defensive line got completely beat. And it took them out of their game plan. And Dallas is still is still a young team. And when they get smacked in the mouth like that, they're having trouble responding. And that that's supposed to lie heavily on the quarterback, but Dak is still kind of young. So it's supposed to lie more on your coaches, your head coaches, Jason Wynn, Chris, Chris Richardson, like those guys. But if you saw the, the replays of the game yesterday, they weren't even fucking with Jason Garrett at all at the end of that game. Mm. Like he's just sitting there just trying to catch hands and talk to his players and they're completely ignoring his ass. And that's that's a huge red flag. Jerry's still fucking with him. But if he gets embarrassed at Jerry World next week against the Eagles, there is going to be some very tough conversations for Jason Garrett going in the future. Jerry's not the guy to to fire you during the season. But when you're in your contract year, you kind of have that looming on your head a little bit. And he's got Jason Garrett's got to figure that out because this season is not done. It's not over. They're not not a playoff team. It's very salvageable, but they got to start over. They're three and three. Not a bad record. Five hundred. Easy money. All they have to do is start over and think of it like a zero and zero and just pick up the pieces and get through this easy section of the schedule that they're about to go through. The Eagles game is just it's kind of amazing we're not even halfway into the season and that game feels like a must win for both teams oh yeah it's crazy but i love it though because it's it's always been a must win for both teams yeah because it's been that way since carson Wentz and dak prescott got there for the most part well for all of it just because that's usually who's going to go make that real playoff push and and like you saw it in Dak's rookie year when he went crazy and beat Philly twice. Um, and then you see it the next year when Carson Wentz comes out and stomps us twice. And then last year we beat them twice. You really start to see like it tells a lot about what they're going to do going forward into the playoffs. That those two games, it's very, very significant. And it says a lot about those teams. And it shows a lot of glaring weaknesses because they show twice. It shows a lot of films on a, a lot of teams of how to beat these teams and stuff like that. What's wrong with their secondary? They're just not playing well. But for me, it comes down to the defensive line. Like Robert Quinn is supposed to be the second fiddle to Demarcus Lawrence. And it has not looked like that the entire season. Demarcus Lawrence has has had two sacks in the first three games, which doesn't make any sense at all. And when you don't get the pressure up front, that means your corners and your safeties got to cover longer. And I don't care if you have Hall of Fame corners and safeties. They can't cover forever. If the guy has all day to throw the ball and he's making good throws and he's accurate with the football, you're going to get torched. So I'm not ready to just let go of Jeff Heath and Byron Jones and stuff like that. They can get it better, get it together, but that offensive, that defensive line has to get better. Those linebackers also have to play better. Leighton Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith have not been playing up to what we've seen them play. It's no longer 
what their potential was, we've seen their potential. We see how good they can play. If they play like they played last year and they can do some really great things in this league. But the one thing I think we all assumed about Dallas was last year would carry over completely into the next year. And that's not how football works. You start over, everybody's 0-0, and you have to rebuild what you had already. I mean, they're basically 0-0 again anyway. Yeah. Just like their season's a blank slate right now. The it's, NFC East is right there. The Eagles haven't run away from anything. Their secondary is in shambles. Carson Wentz is dealing with uh, a receiving core that can't catch anything. Like, it's unbelievable how different his stats would be um, this year if his receivers could catch the football. But it's it's unbelievable how many drops that they've had and how many big-time throws he's made that mm-hmm. they just have it come down with. And it's starting to happen in Dallas, too. Yeah. I'm starting to see some of the turnovers. Like, I'm a Dak Prescott fan. Yeah, it causes a little bit of bias, but I'm still going to be realistic. A lot of – most of – 60 to 70% of the picks are Dak's fault. But there are one – one to two a game where it, it hits the receivers in the hands and it's popping out. And it's kind of just really crazy that you're seeing Carson and that kind of go through some of the same things. Cause when you looked at the roster for both teams, yeah, Philly was a little bit better, but Dallas was nowhere near the bottom. As everybody said, they were, they were very, very competitive on each and like injuries have just decimated everything. Even on the wide receivers, we're losing Amari Cooper. Offensive line hasn't looked as great. They lost two pro bowlers on the offensive line. It's just you're starting to see a lot of that stuff, and, and Dak and Carson are just going to have to play out of it. But if Dak doesn't play out of it this season, it's going to be a huge indictment on him because his the people he has to play, it's, it's a lot easier than it's going to be for Carson. He's losing a lot of money. Carson's already gotten paid. Dak hasn't gotten paid yet. Well, if Dak gets paid – he he's not losing any money. You don't think he's lost any money in the last three weeks? No, because it's it's more of what you have to pay. As long as they if they win the division and go to the playoffs, there's no money gained, there's no money lost. If he completely botches this entire If they miss the playoffs. If they completely botch this entire division, this entire season and they look terrible, he's on the franchise tag. He might not even be a cowboy next year. That's a little deep. That's a little far. Cause mm-hmm. like you have to look at the alternatives and like what they, what people really don't want to know and what people don't really ever talk about is what happens if Cooper Rush is under center. You'll really find out what Dak Prescott does if you put that man uh, in that starting lineup. I don't think they want that. Nobody talks about that because if they start talking about that, that's when you got to pay Dak whatever he wants at that point. Yeah. Um, why do you think – it seems like one of the other big things with the Cowboys right now is that they – they really put themselves in the last three weeks in a hole where they don't do anything in the first half and they mm. have to play from behind. And Dak seems like he is someone who is really good when he's ahead or when things are in control. But when they're playing from behind or when things aren't going their way in the first half, even though they are driving, they're, they were still averaging 7.2 yards per play, which was best in the NFL heading into this week. Um, why do you think they're struggling so much to score in the first half and really – just putting their their defense in a bind where they're having to play from behind and be on the field a lot more and just not take advantage of the amount of yardage that they're racking up um, on all of their drives. Well, as I mean, it's really concerning, especially when you look at a Jets defense that had a streak of 50 consecutive times of getting scored on in the red zone, and Dallas was the only team to struggle in that, in that consecutive stretch. So it's also... The big glaring problem is the offensive line. You're seeing it, especially on that two-point conversion that Dak needed to win that game yesterday. They can't pick up blitzes. They don't know where guys are coming. They don't know. They don't have any continuity yet. And these guys are the second. They're not the starters, and they're not starters for a reason. 
the the starting left tackle and the starting right tackle yesterday, they couldn't get it up. They couldn't figure out how to like block the edge, cover, and then still pursue the rushes and stuff like that that were coming their way. And you're seeing a lot of that, especially going into the first halves of these games. Dak is getting greedy. Kellen Moore uh, should probably run it a little bit more. And it's starting to see starting to seem like you're seeing a little bit of a conflict with Jason Garrett and Kellen Moore's philosophy in that first half. And then when they start making these adjustments this third quarter, they usually come out a lot better and things of like that. But they just have a lot of issues, a lot of things that they got to fix. But it's going to rest on that head coach because he's the oldest. I mean, he's the most tenured guy in the room. Like you got Kellen Moore, first year guy. You got Dak Prescott, who's like 24, 25 years old. You got Zeke. You're not expecting him to take control of everything like that. Your linebackers are young. Byron Jones hasn't been paid yet. It's it's on Jason. It's on Jason Garrett to figure this one out. They've scored three points. Zero points and six points in the last three games in the first half. Mm-hmm. That's got to change. I don't think you can survive like that against the Eagles on Sunday. If they get just like a goose egg in the first half. No, especially with that decimated secondary that the Philadelphia Eagles have. Like, yeah. you have to score and you need to score early because you should be able to. So if they're having trouble on that secondary, it's going to be a big problem for them. Like, like uh, I mean, me and Cola have like a little rivalry because of this, but it has nothing. Oh, are y'all going to gonna watch the game together this week? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, we, we got to figure that one out. Oh, am I still banned? Oh yeah, you're for sure banned. Uh, some other people are banned too. They just don't know yet. Who? Who? Who don't was that? About that? Sarah? Don't, what? No. What? But no, no, no. Some other people are banned. They just don't know yet. Just They're to gonna... be clear, she was in the room when we lost. When when y'all that's, lost. That's that's a conversation we have, we have to have. Okay. Yeah, it's, it might be because it wasn't just me, by the way. Yeah, you know, I gotta I gotta <laughs> analyze some things. But the only problem was you were there when they lost to the Rams in the playoffs, and that's when that shit started. Hmm. And I just remember thinking, if Chase wasn't here, my life would be better. Not wow. Yeah, actually, I didn't mean to say it like that, but that was, I felt that was, it. Was I felt rough. it at the time. It uh-huh. was a heightened, heightened uh-huh. emotional state for me. That's mm-hmm. what it was. And like you were just there, and you were talking, and like those were one of those times where you shouldn't talk, but you you were still talking anyway. Even that doesn't you sound like me at all. No, 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 no. no. It, it sounds <laughs> like you. It's, it's it's got you pegged. So I'm just sitting there, just thinking about it. Everybody else was quiet. They knew, like, hey, don't talk to me, and you're still talking to me, and I'm not talking to you back, which should have been another oh, red flag. Um, no, I think um, if there's one thing I'm really good at, it's reading your your emotions and when to talk to you and really just any of my friends. You you are the worst at that out of anybody I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it's it's bad, but not as bad as this Cowboys loss against the Jets. I no, say that. I I will say I just don't think it's that bad of a loss as people are making it out to be. I, I, I think guess... the Jets are okay. I think they're like a if Darnold plays every game this season, I had them pegged as a nine and seventeen. That's is, not a bad loss in the road, which is fair. I just I thought it was gonna I thought it was a bad loss because it was Darnold's first game back. And I guess he had been game planning for this game coming back, and he had, he had time. Been, yeah, and he had time to sit around like, "Hey, this is I'm quarantined for this amount of time. I'll be able to come back for this game." So he probably like studied and was able to get things together. And when you have your franchise player there, like everybody gets better. Like your offensive line gets a little bit better, your defense gets better, your running back, who's Le'Veon Bell, gets better. And I mean, they took it took a lot of pressure off of that Jets team as a whole, not coaching player wise front office wise. So they were playing a little bit looser, a little bit more chill, a little bit angrier at certain points. And, and you just saw all that stuff kind of come together that Adam Gase, Greg Williams, Jamal Adams, Sam Darnold thing, just all come together and work out to what we thought it was going to be, but we just weren't prepared for it yet. 
let me just say, um, last thing on that game, um, the Jets, I, it's really frustrating that if they had just signed Kaepernick and had Kaepernick under center for a month, that they're, I'm not saying it's definitive that they would still be in the wild card race, but I think they would still have a shot at the playoffs if they had not just punted on their quarterback situation for four weeks. Like think about the Browns game, Monday Night Football at home. Right. If you have a average quarterback, I think they're in that game and they could win that game. No, they're definitely in that game, especially if you watch them with the Browns. Been exactly. Doing the last few weeks, so that was like the last time the Browns actually looked really good. No, um, and I'm definitely mad at that organization as a whole for that. But I'm mad at a couple of Luke organizations. Luke Falk should never have been under center. He should have never had to play. Le'Veon Bell should not have been like a foreseeable option at quarterback for you. Like Colin Kaepernick should have got that call. It's definitely or him make a like, trade or draft like somebody like try. Yes, try. They did not F- try for a month, and that's going to cost them a playoff berth. I think they really did have a shot at the wild card if they had just done something else. Um, should the Chiefs? Shut down Patrick Mahomes until his ankle is right. Because now we're back-to-back losses. He hasn't looked right in a couple weeks. I I don't know. It's Did you see the stat where he had like 116 <laughs> passing yards in the, his first drive of the game because of multiple penalties? That still counts for him. Yeah. So <laughs> he had 116 yards, but that was not the the story for the rest of the game. They lost to the Texans. Um he was averaging nine point nineteen point three yards per drop back in, to start the game. Um, after that, only completed fifty one percent of his passes against the Texans defense, which sucks. And um, I just, I don't know. There's something wrong. Like he's only averaging five point yards, five point four yards per passing play after that opening drive. Um, they were up seventeen to three, and they ended up losing thirty one twenty four. It's just a lot of bad omens there. Where I'm just like. I, are we sure he should be playing right now? It, it kind of reminds me of Cam last year, where Cam like couldn't go downfield and Cam just wasn't the same, and they kept putting him out there anyway because it's like, well, what else can we do? Um, but you're seeing this year with Kyle Allen getting multiple starts that like it's just better to sometimes just play a guy who's actually healthy over your your franchise guy if he's not 100 percent right, just to make sure that somebody like Patrick Mahomes doesn't put himself in a position where he can get injured even worse long term if he's still out there and he's hobbled and he's running around it's just not the same yeah but i mean i think i just feel like they would be kind of punting on the situation if they did do that i think you got to keep pat in there because it's, it's it's an ankle sprain but it's not to the degree of like a tyrant smith or anything of that nature he's he's their franchise guy he's he's going to be their future going forward and he he can compensate for injuries a lot better than someone like cam newton Cam Newton is still trying to figure out his throwing motion and get that new thing going and stuff like that. And it takes a lot more of his body than usual. Pat is still just letting it fly with just pure arm strength altogether. But I mean, like pocket where he, if he can't move around, which is basically what it is, he's just like a pocket pet. He's like Tom Brady right now where he right. just can't move. Um, still a top 10 quarterback. Right. And that's a facet of his game. He definitely needs to, to get acclimated with. Well, no, I'm saying like, he's still a great pocket quarterback. Right. Like he's still one of the best quarterbacks in football, even if he can't, be mobile like Aaron Rodgers and run around the pocket and do cool stuff. But I just wonder these kind of hits and like if he's not right and it's clear he's not right in his ankle, is it the smart play to keep him out there? Even if you're because you're losing these games anyway now. Like what is the point? Just I'm not saying mailing in for the season, but just like Yeah, but they would be mailing it in for the season. Well we don't know how long he'd be gone. Yeah, exactly. And that's the problem with ankle sprains you never know. So like with that, their hopes are not playoff hopes. 
it's Super Bowl hopes. They've been to every place they need Could to be. Could it be worse? Are we sure it's just an ankle sprain? No, it's it's definitely not worse. I mean, it's they fell on it and it swelled up. It's probably a, just a big angle sprain and stuff like that. And he's hobbling and it's hard to move, but he can still throw the ball. He still has to come from the pocket, and they scored twenty four points. Yeah, like the thing about it is your defense. The defense played eighty three plays, eighty three yeah. snaps. That's terrible. They got they get let 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 that def- that offense get thirty five first downs on them. Like that's that's more the problem. Like. They are not getting the ball. They're not holding the ball long enough when they do have Pat Mahomes in, which is kind of of a conundrum because, like, you want to be able to score that fast and you want your offense to be that electric. But at the same time, the faster you score, the more your defense is out there. And if your defense has been shit anyway, they're just going to be more shit the more that they're playing. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. I I don't know. I also think it's interesting that the Texans – are now basically who we thought the the Chiefs were coming into the year. Where like I think the Texans defense is a huge red flag. I don't trust their offensive line. I don't trust the Chiefs offensive line. But Deshaun Watson's healthy and Deshaun Watson, like Patrick Mahomes, has a star receiver, Tyree Kill, and then you have Deshaun Watson, you have um DeAndre Hopkins. Like that Texans offense, if those two are healthy, and this was the reason I picked the Texans to win the AFC South before the season was that like it's kind of at the point where if Deshaun Watson plays 16 games, I don't know how they don't win the division. He's just that good where he can overcome bad coaching, bad defense, bad offensive line, no run game. It doesn't matter. If he's on the field, he's going to put up points. And I I don't know if he should win MVP, but if you wanted to tell me that Deshaun Watson is the MVP of football right now, I think that's fair. No, I definitely agree with you. Like, I think they always just keep it at Pat Mahomes and Tom Brady, but they need to widen that out a little bit. There are other guys playing great football at quarterback at the quarterback position. Like, this is a time where we have some of the most skilled guys at that position. Like, there are other guys to be taking notice of. Deshaun Watson did great yesterday through 70% of his passes completed. Um, I mean, he threw like three touchdowns. He was he looked amazing, but he outdoed Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean he outdoed Patrick Mahomes, but like Deshaun Watson is on that trajectory as well as Pat Mahomes to be great. Like, that's going to be something we get to see, I'm hoping, for the next 10 to 15 years if they can keep Deshaun Watson upright. Right. That's been the whole problem. It's just like some games he's going to show that flicker of greatness, but, like, the Texans have to work on that that consistent keeping him healthy type deal um, where the Chiefs haven't really had that issue with their quarterbacks in the past few years. I mean, this is the first time they've had a – quarterback injured in some degree in some time like before it was Alex Smith he he never played hurt for Casey so it's not really I mean they're not great and great at offensive line but they've usually kept their quarterback upright so I mean it's it's definitely cool to see Deshaun Watson come up above in that division because I had the Colts just because I thought they had the most consistent team did you have the Colts before Andrew Luck retired or after uh after after, mm. just because they had a consistent team, and I thought Jacoby Brissett was not going to lose them games. And I, because I usually go with whoever the best quarterback is in the division, yeah, that's my team. But with all the questions surrounding the Houston Texans, like that that structure in the front office, they're that's the uh, that like helps the argument for why he should be MVP. Ex- exactly, like you're completely a lot right. of quarterbacks would right. just like if you're talking about a situation where nothing is in your favor, it's like the exact opposite of Marcus Mariota. Where he's just been, he's got a top five offensive line. He's mm-hmm. got a great defense. He's got great playmakers in Corey Davis and AJ Brown. He has the running game in Derrick Henry and uh, Deion Lewis. They've given him every possible playmaker situation for him to succeed as a former number two overall pick. 
and he's failed at every turn. Deshaun Watson would kill. Can we ima- like? Can you imagine if you if you just drop Deshaun Watson into the Tennessee Titans situation? Oh, Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl. Easy money, Super Bowl. And I just think like if you drop him in a lot of different places, I think yeah. if you drop him in Jacksonville, probably Super Bowl. Like if you drop well, him in a on. lot of places, Gardner where Minshew good- is. Um, yeah. he's, he's doing great. Is he? I mean, that was a rough game yesterday. He got the dub yesterday. He's he's back to five hundred, two and two. He he did not get the dub yesterday. No. If you guys were wondering, but no. Deshaun Watson is is amazing, and his what I love about him is his mental standpoints on the game. Like he understands everything that's going on now. He has like not the mind like Peyton, but he's close. He's getting there. Like as far as the X's and O's, he's fast. He has a strong arm. He's that guy they rally around. He's their franchise guy, and you know he's gonna be that great stabilizer. Like. Everything surrounding that team is just up and down. It's a fucking roller coaster. And Deshaun Watson is that one thing that keep that's keeping everything not even just stabilized, but going upwards. So it's, it's looking good for him. But I, I wouldn't count the Chiefs out yet. They still have a lot of things that they can work on and get better at. They have uh, they have Travis Kelsey, who's been kind of MIA because they've been running man. And once he starts to figure those things out, they're going to be better. Once Patty should probably gets- stop uh, hitting his offensive coordinator. Did you see that? Yeah, yeah, that got weird. He said, <laughs> "Can you imagine if so many other players had pulled that kind of stuff?" Kelsey got a pass. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Like, he got a pass that covered. you do not see happen. Remember Ed Oliver like walking away from a coach and like in college at Houston, and that was like a huge story of like, is he going to drop in the draft because of that? Like running away from the coach last year, and we just saw that with Jalen Ramsey not too yeah. long ago. So I mean, we're, it's it's just weird how the lights a little different just looking at the situation. But yeah. hey, I'm just like he actually got physical with it, and he oh, just boy, had no physical. <laughs> <laughs> I just that was one of those things where you're like, oh, interesting. I'm not gonna lie, I've. I dream about doing that to you. I'm not even gonna lie. It's uh, I've dreamed about it. I've no. That was I, unprovoked. Where no, is this coming I'm, from? I'm, not, I'm not even trying to be mean. Like I've dreamed about that before. I told you that. Like yeah, I dreamed like, that I kicked you out that one time. I thought you like. Yeah, but I like like jacked you up and then packed your shit and threw it out. It was different. It was different. It was different. But it wasn't my fault. Like I didn't want to have the dream. It happened. It entered my mind. This is taking a dark turn again. It's not dark. It just happened. That's still dark. Even I if something well, happens, though. it yeah, was positive. That, I had a great day at work. <laughs> that's not good. That means I was phenomenally productive. You should have felt awful the entire day. I like got my morning workout in, went to work, did great things that day. But I mean, like, you didn't it feel was, any type of guilt. I, I didn't do anything. You were sound asleep in your room. You were no. Okay. I mean, you you were reading your Colin Howard books like you normally do. Why do y'all think I look? Look at you're in my room right now. Do you see how many other books I have? Why do you think everybody just... Because his is always on the top or like in the closest vicinity to no. you. It's kind of weird. Like, I finished the book and it's over there in the corner. I what's re- wrong with having a role model, Chase? He's not my role model. Yes, he is. I don't have role models. Yes, you do. No, I do not. You got guys you look up to and I, I see him. He he has a little boxing thing up there. It's, it's always like on your I like Colin though. Coward. Exactly. That's cool, man. But he's not a role model. and it's not What's like, wrong with that? I have a lot of people that I read. Look at the... The, the, what's wrong with that what's wrong with liking colin coward i'm not saying there's anything wrong i just think it's funny then that why are you trying to deny it i'm not trying to deny that i like him i'm saying that like y'all you idolize see, colin coward see, you, I, there are a lot of things about him as a professional that you love and that you kind of adapt to very well you guys have a lot of similarities like what like how you guys first like how you guys kind of potted off a little bit like his show is kind of how you do your pod well how you used to do your pod like it was more just you figuring things out and stuff like that kind of monologuing a little bit even your Instagram stories, they're kind of the same. Like, you guys are just talking to people 
who the fuck knows who you're really <laughs> talking to? Because I'm just clicking through that shit. I'm letting you know now. I know you see my face and you're like, oh, Dunk saw it. I didn't. But it's cool, though. But I'm just saying. To be fair, though, you do that with somebody else that you're very close to. Say it if you want to. I promise you. It won't end well for you. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, in worse than the dream that you had about me. Wait, what? In worse? Yeah. I mean, that if me If me saying what I could say right now. Oh, no, no, no. For sure. That would, it'd be worse. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Oh, easy money, because that would be the gift that kept on giving. Mm. Promise you. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. But hey, man, it's like, like I was saying, that was cool to have role models, man. I got some. It's, Me? No, absolutely not. Oh. But like, it's, but it's like people that are a little bit like more grown up than me, a little to more grown up than me that have figured certain things out. And like, it's okay that you don't want to say it and you don't want to admit it. But it's okay to have them. I like him. I just don't have role models. Yeah, yeah, you do. Like, it's him. It's Kyle Shanahan. I love Kyle Shanahan. Uh, like, Not a role them, model. Them, like, Matt LaFleur types. You love those guys. It's cool. Like, what's wrong with that? I just... I, moving on. I was going to talk about him, too, later on today. I was going to make you happy. Kyle? Oh, I love... Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm surprised you to make a segment, because I had some shit to go on with that one. I man. mean, I'm not there yet, but... Okay. Um, it's fine. All right. Good road win for him, though, in Los Angeles. Um, where are we at with uh, Baker and Lamar? Uh, Lamar's a better quarterback right now. Lamar is better because he's doing everything he can to get his team wins. Um, Baker, I still love Baker. Um, he's having the worst sophomore slump I've seen in some time, but he can turn that around. He's still young. Lamar's still young. I think. I still think when it's all said and done, Baker's going to be better. But Lamar is making case after case for himself, and and I may be on the wrong side of history in that that standpoint because it really rides on who wins that division is what's going to tell who's better. Uh, Because that division is also like the NFC East. That shit is up for the taking. Like the Ravens have won more games, but the Browns beat the Ravens. So it's like it's a weird situation that they're having. Yeah, and especially if you look at that game with Cincy yesterday, because like Lamar set records and everything like that. But that game was too close to be playing against the Cincinnati Bengals. I get it; it's, it's a divisional rival, and it's gonna, it's going to be that way forever. But it was a way too close for that that situation. Lamar has twelve hundred passing yards. Baker has twelve hundred passing yards. But Baker eleven turnovers, five TDs. Lamar eleven touchdowns, seven turnovers. So I I don't know. I think what we have to really focus on when we look at these two different quarterbacks right now. I I think people are probably a little too overeager to crown Lamar right now. Mm-hmm. And I think people are a little too overeager to dunk on Baker. And and it's their second year. Right. And I think more so than anything else, what I think about is the coaching difference. Freddie Kitchens, Tom Monken, and Cleveland, they already had up people. Lamar got drafted into the perfect system. Mm-hmm where they already had this run-heavy scheme. They run basically the Colin Kaepernick, San Francisco 49ers offense. Mm -hmm. Greg Roman, same OC that Kaepernick had. It's perfect for Lamar. He's had it. Great offensive line, great playmakers, great running game. Good defense usually, but it has been subpar this year, which has been part of the reason that they've struggled. Um, But they're still 4-2. But also John Harbaugh is just a really good coach, and that matters. Having good coaching, having stability in that spot, I think – we overlook it at certain points. And I think mm-hmm. Baker, I want to see, cause I think they're probably going to end up cleaning house. 
this this offseason. They've paid too much money. They have too much talent to basically go into another year right. with Freddie Kitchens in this group. It just seems like, and shout out to Matt Miller of Stick to Football, made this point. It just seems like they're in over their head. And these are probably guys who, like, Freddie should be an OC somewhere else. Monken should be an OC somewhere else. Steve Wilk should be a DC somewhere else. But, like, none of them are good enough to be a head coach. I don't even know if Monken's good enough to be an OC. I think right. he may need to start at a position. But I think they may end up still keeping Steve Wilkes. I know that sounds crazy. I mean, other teams have done it. That's but, actually pretty common, like, the DC staying on and a new coach coming in. Yeah, but I think, like uh, – because I think that's a good situation, and I think if he stays and builds some continuity with that set, and they also can get greedy and Denzel Ward healthy, I think that defense looks a little bit better. But with Freddie Kitchens and Todd Munkin, I think Todd Munkin needs to go now. Um, with Freddie Kitchens, it's I like Freddie. I love the persona that he has, but the lack of discipline, the penalties, just the philosophy struggle that's been going on offensively, and a lot of the turnovers because uh, and just the overall development of Baker, they're going to have to make something happen because I do believe in John Dorsey. I don't believe in Brown's ownership, but I think that GM has set a precedent. He's said he's put the right players on that field to make things happen. And now he's got a head coach who's not making things happen. And I think that's going to be the issue with them going forward. And you're right with the Baltimore Ravens. They have always had great institutional talent and skill. Like they have made sure from top to bottom, they look good. They put people in the right place to succeed. They put people who are stabilizers who can make things happen. And the Browns have consistently done the complete opposite of that for most of our lives from what it seems like. Well, it probably is for most of our lives. So I think John Dorsey is going to be the start to that charge. And I think we're not going to see Freddie there. I don't think we're going to see Todd Monk in there. I think there's going to be a lot of turnover, but I don't think they're going to completely clean house, if that makes sense. Yeah, it should be interesting. I mean, it's a great job. I think if you want to, if you're an offensive mind, this is the kind of job with the kind of talent that uh, you want. So they'll they'll be okay. But it does seem like we can go ahead and cross them off as a playoff team, right? A lot of people are like, oh, they can still because the AFC North is not exactly. No, they great. can they can still take it. Like I just their se- their season gets easy like Dallas's, but it's yeah. it's more easy than Dallas's. Another season. primetime game. They get way too many primetime games. Um, well, you have out. to with that roster. Like, you have too many must-see talents on that team. You got Baker. You got Odell. You got Juice Landry. You got Miles Garrett, Denzel Ward, Greedy Williams. Like, you just got too many guys on that on that team that you want to see. And that was a big complaint of last year. It's just, like, people wanted to watch the Browns. I, I remember, like, people just trying to find a bar who had that had it on and stuff like that. But it, we'll, we'll see. It's, it's definitely going to be an interesting situation for them going forward. Are the Saints – the most complete team in uh, the NFC right now? No. Um, they look good. They're secondary. I still, isn't, I still think it's going to be somewhat suspect. Um, Lattimore's back. They got guys. Uh, I think they're still going to be suspect when it goes down this charge. Because like, but my thing is the most complete team, It's it starts with the Packers for me because I think he's the best quarterback in football right now. And Matt LaFleur gave him a defense. Yeah. So well, t- I don't think Matt LaFleur gave him a defense. Mike Pettin gave him a defense. Fair, fair, yeah. fair, fair. But, like, with Aaron Rodgers with the defense, that shit's going to be crazy. That actually scares me. I still feel like yeah. we can beat the Saints. And then next it goes to the 49ers and then the Saints. I think they're the third best. Because right now the 49ers have a lot of institutional talent and skill that 
the Baltimore Ravens have, but in but more catered to what we need in the game today. They have better pass rushers than Nick Bosa and Solomon Thomas. They have a great corner in Richard Sherman. They have their quarterback, Jimmy Garoppolo, who plays the game the right way. And they have a great head coach in Kyle Shanahan, similar to what they have in uh, Jim Harbaugh in Baltimore. And then John Lynch has done a great job of putting players who are honestly kind of like how he was, who are big guys, football guys, who play fast, strong, and powerful. And that's all they care about. He's done an excellent job of putting that together. Then Kyle Shanahan has put it together. And then Robert Sala on that that defense coordinator, like completely shutting down the L.A. Rams completely yesterday. They looked abysmal. And I don't think anybody has made Sean McVay look like that since he's been in Los Angeles. Yeah, they're off into lines in the toilet and their running game is non-existent. Like it's just Goffs being asked to do too much. Their defense falling off a little bit. Akeem Tlaib, Marcus Peters, all those guys. It's just... Injuries are hitting them, but at the same time, I think Andrew Whitworth falling off a cliff was not what they were expecting, and this is probably it for him, and they got to do some retooling on the offensive line this offseason. But um, they're another cross-off team for me, actually. Who? The the Rams. Uh, I mean, the you, NFC's too deep. Well, if, if they don't get right after this stretch, because the next two games they play is Atlanta and then Cincinnati. Which is nice. Which is nice, but like after those two games... They got to be fully rolling. Like yeah. there can't be another hiccup for the rest of the season after that, which you're probably going to end up being right because the statistics of actually making that happen may be too unfavorable for them. But, right. So and I think they're the third best team in the division, which is a problem. Yeah. Um, New Orleans, though, like they shut down Leonard Fournette this week, who's quietly had a really good bounce back year. Um, it only took him like 13 years in the league to finally come through. <laughs> but um, heading into week six, he was the league's third leading rusher, which I think a lot of us didn't even realize. But he needed 20 carries to get 72 yards. Oh, um, they The Saints just held the Jaguars without a touchdown for the first time this, this season. And holding Gardner Minshew and TJ Shark and Leonard Fournette out of the end zone. No small feat. So I just I think the Saints deserve a lot of credit. And Dennis Allen specifically deserves mm-hmm. a lot of credit for keeping this thing together with Drew Brees out and knowing going into every week, they're limited in the firepower department and they have to play a certain way. Kind of, um, it kind of reminds me of how the Cowboys want to play every week, Mm -hmm. but it's actually working. And, um, I don't know. I think they deserve uh, like Teddy. Like, what do you do now? If you're Teddy, like, do you, or if you're the saints, do you trade him? Do you look at like, let's just sell high as hell on this. Or you're like, Hey, he is perfect. He's our quarterback of the future. I, I think it's interesting which way they go here, because I can understand both arguments. I'm just not, I'm not certain what they should do. My thing was, that's how I always saw it when Teddy was going with Drew Brees. Like, I don't know if anybody remember me saying that, but I thought Teddy was going to be that next guy in transition. But now you have Drew Brees who's saying he wants to play longer than Brady. So you got a weird situation there. And if they decide they want to go with Drew Brees, which he's been the better passer, the first ballot Hall of Famer, that whole type of thing, like they're probably going to stick with Drew. And in that case, you got to shop him. Like you yeah. got to see what you can get. He's he's looking like a franchise guy. He looked like he took that next step from before he got hurt in Minnesota, how he was supposed to look that season. That's the Teddy we're seeing. But you also got to give props to not just certain people on that that Saints organization, but to everybody. Everybody's playing, doing exactly what they're supposed to do. They, they sound like the fucking New England Patriots almost. It's like, do your job. Don't worry about shit else. Like Teddy's doing his job, not turning the ball over, still throwing at a high percentage, still throwing a lot of yards. Michael Thomas, unstoppable. 
Alvin Kamara still looks great. Cam Jordan, that defense, they are making moves. They're making things happen, and they're keeping themselves in games, and they only had to win three of the six. They've won four of the six, so they don't even have to win any more games until Drew gets back, but they're still winning. So Drew can kind of come in and come in easy. He can lose his first two games when he comes back, get him, which he probably won't do the way he prepares. And they're just, it's it's going to look like they did not skip a beat at all. Like they're going to look at the season, and you're going to not even realize Drew was gone. It's going to look the same as if Drew Brees was there. Kyler Murray is he the clear unanimous rookie of the year through six weeks? I mean, he is, but it should honestly be. I mean, he is, he is, he definitely is. I mean, the only person I ever had, ever was ever looking at was like Nick Bosa or... Uh, Gardner Minshew. Okay, uh, no. <laughs> I was looking at my boy uh, Marquise Brown in uh, Baltimore, but it's Kyler Murray. It's a quarterback league. He looks good. He's he's showing flashes of greatness. That system is, is catered to what he does well, and Cliff Kingsbury is committed to make him... Make him succeed even though he's not winning. I think it should be more about winning, but it's not. It's about the numbers. It's about showing the flash and everything like that. They're committed to winning. They won two in a row. They're two, three, and one. Yeah. You're sick. I mean, they almost beat the Lions. What, what division are they in again? I mean, they're in a good, tough division. Toughest division in football. Exactly. And when you said that they were going to win games before the season started. And I was right. They won two. They're almost 500. They won two games all of last year. They're not They've already win. matched last year's win You know total. they're not going to win any divisional games this year, right? Um, or in the foreseeable future. So, Murray finished the day <laughs> with career highs in total yards, 372. 340 of those were through the air. 9.2 yards per attempt and a 128.2 passer rating. His previous best was 90.5. Um, yes, it's the Falcons, but if you watch the way the Cardinals played too, I think it's interesting that they're a lot more balanced under Kingsbury than I expected. Like, they're not just like pass, 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 pass. Like, they do a lot of cool RPOs. They do a lot of stuff that gets David Johnson and Edwards involved in the run game. But with that offensive line being as bad as it is, for them to be where they are, um, I think they're actually exceeding expectations. And it just goes to show, in this league, if you have a fun, exciting quarterback who can move around in the pocket and make big-time throws downfield from time to time you can you can make it happen and you can uh you can change the the fortune um of your franchise really quick like it's Chase, just they're not making anything happen they are they they they're they, fourth in their division right and they're going to be fourth in their division of four teams so they haven't made anything they, happen seven and not like se- seven eight and one is a possibility for them but like it that's you, amazing but they're irrelevant no, they're not irrelevant. No, if you're not a playoff team, you have you're, Kyler. You're relevant now. How are you going to make it to the playoffs? Well, eventually, you great quarterbacks jug- make the playoffs. That's how it works. Like, yeah, but when you have other great quarterbacks and you're the fourth best right now, how are you going to make it happen? Like, I get what you're saying about the Cliff Kingsbury will, stuff. Like, yeah. he's but people thought he was an idiot coming into it. They thought he was just going to pass 50 times a game every time. But like. Nobody's going to do that. He's a good offensive mind. He just didn't work out at Texas Tech. He's going to do some things to make Kyler Murray look well, make that team look good and stuff like that. But it's about winning games, and, like, it's about going to the playoffs. It's about taking those next steps. Like, right now, yeah, it's cool. Like, he's winning a couple – he's won a couple games. But, like, that inch mark is going to keep getting past, getting further and further and further, and he's going to have to, like, succumb to – expectations and things of that nature but like i just don't know how he's going to do it with where that division sits right now so i'm just saying i'm not saying they're terrible but i'm saying you gotta pump the brakes i will not um 
I I'm excited. I mean, you can't have been slick pumping the brakes because like what you your prediction before the season started is is very different from what you're. Uh, what you're taking? I said they would win games. No, you you said you like said they, they you said they were. You said, I said five hundred. They is, are awful. No, they're not awful. No, they have two games. That's it. I said they were. They could be a five hundred team before the season, and you were like, no way. And no. I was like, I think five hundred is possible. I don't think they're going to be a good team. Like they're going to look cool, but like that's it. What does, what does looking cool get you? What? What? How many playoff wins? Is I that mean, game? they're like a middle of the road team right now. No, if they play in the AFC, no. they could be a playoff team. No, it matters on your division. Where if you they? play in the AFC East, do you think that they we look at them better than we look at the Bills? Yeah, but it's not where they are. They are where they are. They don't change divisions around Chase. Like it is what it That's is. That's not their fault. The, the sky is blue. That's the grass not their fault. Is green. They're they're in that juggernaut. Why are division. you penalizing them for playing in the NFC West? Because that's what's going to happen. Like you have to beat the teams in your division, and you have to make it to the playoffs. Especially, are we big. sure they're not better than the Rams? Yeah, we're sure. I'm in sure. In 2019, I'm sure. Through six weeks, we're sure. You want to see Aaron Donald get after his ass? Do you really want to see? Yes. That? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like they're fourth. I think they might be third. I think the Rams might be the worst team. What does their division. record say? Two, three, and one. What does their record say compared to the other teams in their division? They're I mean, fourth. the Rams are only three and three. They're fourth. Yeah. They're fourth. Yeah. They're it. It is yeah. what it is. Yeah. But it's okay. Like it's okay. Kyler's Kyler's gonna look like he's gonna make a lot of flashy plays. Cliff is gonna do things to make him look good. But like they, their next steps that they have to take. Like think, this, this you can't just rest on oh five hundred. That's not okay. I think he'll be. Looked at as the second best quarterback in that division by next year. And I mean, like, hey, that could be a good prediction, but as of right now, where it sits, no. Hmm. For me, for me, for me. But Duncan's dudes. Who's on your list this week? Who Trump's really... boy, Kirk Cousins. Okay. Going up on the. Well, I think it was more Stephon Diggs and uh, getting him involved Who in that field. Like, hey, I said this last week. Kirk has to perform because yeah. that locker room is getting real sketchy on him right now. And he went out and balled out. Stefan Diggs balled out. Adam Thielen looked good. They all looked good. He brought it together and he carved that Philly secondary up, no matter what you think about it. That was a must win for the Minnesota Vikings. Like, that's why with the Eagles, I was like, it's not as of a, of a must need as people thought it was. The Vikings needed it more. And you should, and they showed it. Like, they didn't come out flat. They didn't come out weird, wobbling around or anything like that. They came out there to win that game, and they were not playing no games. And my boy Kirk was looking nice. Well, not my boy. It's, it's Trump's boy, but it's cool. Kirk Kirk did what he had to do, man. So it looks good. Him and Thielen still aren't connecting the way they should be. But, I mean, you're winning games. You're winning games. That's just all it goes to. Yeah. Um, right. My next guy was uh, my boy Teddy. I mean, he didn't, like – Throw it like outside the box or anything like that. He didn't do anything crazy, but they're still winning games. Like out of that six game stretch, he won four games, and it looks like he may go five, five for six or maybe when is six. When is coming back? Uh, two weeks. Hmm. Yeah, two weeks after this point. So it's uh, it's looking real nice. He put the right, he put the right things around him. Sean Payton did a lot of things to make him make him show what he really showcases. He has a similar skill set to Drew Brees, and they really showed that in these past few weeks. And that team has done everything that they needed to do. But those were those were my my uh, my two guys for this week. Okay. Um, Not Kyler. There you go. <laughs> Not Kyler. But <laughs> it should be Kyler. Um, but no, I don't I don't have anything against Kyler. Like, I mean, he's cool. I hope he he succeeds. But that division he went in is just crazy right now. Yeah, it's just insane. Like. 
it's not more of an indictment on him and Cliff. It's, it's just how good that division is. It, they're looking like what the NFC South was supposed to be. Like, that used to be the juggernaut. NFC East was supposed to be great with Alex Smith healthy. Like, people forget, like, that was that was about to be a little crazy of a division, too. But it's it's where Kyler sits right now. And, and they're going to have to – Steve Kime is going to have to put a lot of pieces together before I'm ready to give Kyler all those accolades and things like that. I'm ready. Um I my cut at the chase this week. So the Washington Redskins won this week, got their first one of the season. They uh, beat the Miami Dolphins after the Dolphins went for two with 15 seconds left and did one of the worst screen passes I've ever seen in my life. It If they're not trying to tank, they're doing the best job possible. Like it's, it's unbelievable what they're doing there. Um, and also just going back and forth with Rosen and Fitzpatrick. God, it's just Rosen, maybe the worst, Worst possible start for any just first round quarterback in recent memory. It's That's just, the worst go of it I've seen. It's not fair that I've been able to observe like really with a sound mind as an adult. I haven't seen anything like this in a very long time that wasn't self inflicted. Yeah, That's what's crazy. None of this is his fault. None it's of just it. Bad. Like none of it. None of it. No part of it has been his fault. And it's, and it's just probably crazy. over. Like I don't even know how you come back from this if you're Rosen. Like um, I mean, he's just gonna keep moving around and like you hope he may get a chance somewhere, but he would have to get. A lot of the luck that Teddy Bridgewater got. Yeah, but Teddy went. Teddy was different because Teddy was still drafted by a good organization, and he was in a position to win now, and that had yeah. a lot of t- talent around him, and he was fine. And um, he was able to prove himself, and Rosen hasn't been able to do that. And that that's also sucks about him. He's not a scrambler. Like if he could move like Lamar, he'd look a little bit better. But he's a and pop- Teddy was almost a Brown. Remember that? Like oh, that. Yeah, that yeah. And imagine what we look at now. His whole career is different if he's a Brown instead of a Viking first. Yeah, I mean, his career would probably be over if he was Right, yeah, but they went with Manziel instead. Um, the Redskins, though, I think they're going to keep Bill Callahan after this season. So, Bruce Allen, their exec- executive vice president, was with the Raiders during the Super Bowl run. Very familiar with the Grudens. Guess what? Guess who was the coach of the Raiders when they went to the Super Bowl and got blown out by the Bucks? It was Bill Callahan. Bill Callahan has been the coach before he coached in nebraska for years it wasn't like he was a disaster he was about a 500 coach in nebraska nebraska's not the program it was he has been an assistant head coach for years he was in your dallas cowboys for mm-hmm. a couple of years he was their oc before he got play calling duties stripped away from him at one point i think it was scott linehan who took it from him yep um i think there is a easy avenue for them where they're gonna look at it and they're gonna go you know we really want to keep jim tom Sula on the staff we really want to keep Kevin O'Connell, their own little Sean McVay there. They're not going to get a big name. Like, if you think that they're getting um, a Sean McVay or you're getting, like, even Mike McCarthy. I don't think Mike McCarthy would take this job at this point. Like, I don't think they're going to get the kind of name that they think that they can. No, and that's been floated around. Like, uh, I've seen it a lot on TV. Like, people think that's a really, like, sexy job offer. And I'm like, it's not. Like, no. They don't know what they're doing. Like. No coach has had a winning record there in 20 plus years. In my lifetime, right. they have not. So, like, and then you're also looking at it like injuries have plagued them these past three, four years. And 
You just that's not a situation you want to be. Williams is just refusing to play. He's just gone all year. And they're like trying to hold his money. He's like, I don't care. As like, soon as you got to give it up, I'm gonna go somewhere and make some more money. Like just I'm just trading him for the pick. They're just being petty for no reason. You're hurting your franchise. Just yeah. trade him. Like they need. They have a lot of things that they can do to build themselves on. Like it started with Trent Williams. Like they can get some draft capital and make some yeah. things happen for themselves. But they're refusing to do so. Um, Letting it leak that Jay Gruden didn't want Haskins that the owner overruled him. Like just so inept and so stupid and you're just screwing over your franchise quarterback and at least they're not playing him now which is good they're not throwing him to the wolves but like he might end up like rosen i don't know because like you could i could totally see a situation like if Dwayne haskins isn't ready next year or the year after and a hot shot quarterback comes out say like a trevor lawrence what would they do i mean you you do that anyway like exactly but then he's on the rosen track yeah so like this could spell real bad news for Dwayne Haskins because that that organization hasn't shown history of making perfect decisions. They put themselves like the best place that they had put themselves is when they had Alex Smith and they did everything in that offseason. But after Alex Smith got hurt, they have just taken worse step after worse step after worse step. And they just don't know how to be on the same page with each other. And that's crazy. Yeah. I just Folks, don't be surprised if the interim tag is taken off Bill Callahan's <laughs> head coaching title, at least for a, a year or two. I would not be surprised. Or Jack Del Rio could be the next coach. There you go. Um, I like Jack, though. He's fine. He should be a DC somewhere at this point. Or he should be like the next coach of USC. I think that would be fine. I mean, I, I think he's a great coach. I think he may love TV a little bit right now, or he's waiting for that right, right organization to... Uh have a vacancy, which may be coming up this next year. And football has been kind of crazy this year, so we'll see what happens. Um, this week, let's get into games. Um, what makes this interesting? So Thursday, Kansas City at Denver. Short week for Kansas City coming off two straight losses. The Broncos have won two straight. The Broncos shut out the Titans. Did you see the um, the the box score and the drive chart for the Titans and the Broncos in no. that game? Let me give you a quick synopsis of what that game was like. Um, Punt, 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 punt. There are a couple more punts there, but um, both offenses, not good. Not good at all. The Chiefs hobbled Pat Mahomes against Von Miller in this defense that is playing at an elite level once again under Vic Fangio, which is what I expected before the season. The offense still sucks, but... On the road in Denver, Denver's got some confidence. They're kind of rolling. I am really concerned about the Chiefs right now. And this is the kind of game that the Colts just decimated the Chiefs in. Remember, like, on Sunday Night Football, Mm -hmm. the Chiefs just couldn't get the ball back. They played keep away. And then I think, well, the problem with that is the Broncos don't have that kind of offense that can just have 15 play. Yeah, the Chiefs only have to score 20 points and the game's over. Right. So I'm, I'm Chiefs. Like you, when you can't score, like I know Philip Lindsay's got to have a great day. This is like no, the no, Philip no. Lindsay game. He can't have a great day. He has to have a Hall of Fame game. Yeah, like he has to go. He has to go full Terrell Davis. Yeah, and Joe Flacco has to be half of what he was in Baltimore. Yeah, no mistakes, no picks, no anything. Like just they have to play perfect football. Right. I think and I'm going think- Broncos here. Do are you? I'm really concerned about the Chiefs. I'm not that concerned about the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs are going to score. I think the Chiefs are probably going to score 30 plus, and it's going to be over. Because if it's a shootout, the game's over. Oh yeah, if it's a shootout, but I just don't think it's going to be a shootout. Like if they score 30 in the first half, the game's over. I don't think it's going to be a shootout though. 
Um, it can't be a shootout when one side can't shoot. Like it's it's over. That's so. true. Um, Buffalo at home Sunday one o'clock. Miami Dolphins. Um, not much to say about this game, but uh, Josh <laughs> Allen continues to go under the radar with all the Baker bullshit thrown his way. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen more interceptions or in turnovers than Baker Mayfield uh, this season. It's only because they're winning. It just no one cares. I mean, it's Buffalo one. Nobody cares. Yeah. Two, they're winning. So right. like. Everything you do, like it doesn't matter if Baker had through all those double the picks he has right now. If the Browns are winning, if the Browns had won yesterday and he had still he had double the picks, it does not matter. Yeah, because it still looks like they are in the driver's seat, which the Buffalo Bills are right now. So I don't know. Obviously, obviously it's Bills. So yeah, their schedule. I mean, they're going to be like the worst ten and six team of all time. Yeah, and it's. I mean, like nobody really had them as that good, which is why they have that schedule. But that defense is making moves, and I mean, their defense is good. Yeah, the defense is good. I mean, Josh Allen still has to learn how to play. That that whole quarterback class really has to learn how to play. But, I mean, they're winning. You can't really say much about it until he starts going off the deep end and losing games for them, which he hasn't done. I hate it. Um, Atlanta hosting the Rams. <sighs> Rams don't get this. Fall under 500. Like, the Falcons haven't been 1-5 in forever, and they're reeling. I... <sighs> Is is Atlanta a real possibility for you? Damn, that sounds hurt. Oh my god. No. No. I, I, they're that bad. This defense is that bad. We're like the yeah. weaknesses for the Rams coming into this game where like their offensive line and their run game is a problem. But guess what? The Falcons defense in the pass rush with Tat McKinley and Vic Beasley, one and a half sacks for Vic Beasley <laughs> for six games. Like it's this is the perfect matchup for them. Yeah, I mean, this it's, is going to be a high-scoring game. It's but, a get-right game, right? It's what I thought the Jets game was supposed to be for Dallas. Like, it, it's a get-right game for yeah. the LA Rams. And if they don't win this, well, the thing is, playoffs like, are gone. Yeah, the playoffs are gone. But it's like in most situations, you'd be like, "Oh, head coach is on the hot seat," but that's not going to happen with no. Sean McVay. So, like, it it is a get-right game. They got to get right. But if they lose, their situation isn't going to change. Like, nothing's going to get flipped. Nobody's getting fired. Yeah, it's maybe a Wade Phillips hot button issue like yeah but a, like all he'd be like is what you said last week i'm retiring yeah so it's it's just a weird situation like that's why i think they they have every reason to win this game minnesota at detroit i think this is the the game of the one o'clock hour um detroit also plays tonight before we um wrap up or after we wrap up here they're playing on the road in green bay which is gonna be great um i minnesota's they're back on their game, and that's what scares me. They just seem like such a Jekyll and Hyde team where, like, if Kirk Cousins doesn't have time and he overthinks things and he doesn't get Stephon Diggs involved, they're in trouble. But the defense is top five in football. Mm-hmm. The offensive line is just everything. Kirk Cousins is everything. And I'm just like, huh, how do how do I look at this team? Do I still think that the lines are good? I, okay. I, I think I'm going Vikings, but I don't feel good about it. I mean, I'm going Vikings just because I think – Kirk still has to continue to play well um, because he has everything around him to make things happen. And he's getting played a caliber of money. He has more than what he's supposed to need. And if Dalvin Cook plays well, I mean, it's going to set him up and they have great receivers. The Detroit Lions are, are good. And I wouldn't be shocked if they pulled this one off because they've they've been kind of under the radar. Not really, but I'm going to go with the Vikings on this one, too. Oakland. At Green Bay, suddenly an interesting game. I'm in like I want to watch a lot of this because for Derek Carr, I think 
So the Raiders are above 500. They, they're coming off a bye. They've had a lot of time to prepare for Aaron Rodgers in this group. They've had a lot of time to prepare for this Packers secondary, and led by Jerry Alexander, who's been great for them. Um, I, I'm going Packers here, but I just... I want to see the Packers beat the living shit out of them because I want the Raiders stuff to go away because I don't think they're actually good. And I think that they're overachieving. The record is just so much of a facade. Their point differential is terrible. Like I don't believe in their offense. I think Josh Jacobs is, is good, but Derek Carr just not taking shots downfield at all. And all these five yard outs and everything else. Like I, I, I don't know. I want to see it, but I just, it's I'm, not going to happen though. Like they're not going to just dismantle, the Raiders like that just because yeah. the Packers haven't really been playing the. Are we blow. sure the Raiders defense is good? Uh, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the Packers haven't really been playing and an offense or defense has really been catered towards blowing people out. It's been get ahead, play time of possession, be methodical. Like we don't have to. You don't need to take all these shots downfield and score in 15 seconds and then have the defense on there like the Kansas City Chiefs. Let's keep everybody fresh. Let's have balance and that type of thing. The only way it's going to be a blowout is if Oakland just doesn't score at all, which can happen, but I don't think it's going to be – it'll never be in like the, the 40s or anything like that. Aaron Rodgers is that good. He is the man. That defense is real, but I think it's going to be closer than you want it to be. But they're going to, the Packers are going to show dominance in this game. Yeah. And I, uh, the Raiders are better than you think they are. I don't think so. Um, San Francisco at Washington. Go ahead and just lock this one up. Um, this might be my lock of the week. The 49ers are winning in uh, Washington next week. <laughs> I mean, obviously. What else is there to say? No, I mean, I'm just worried that... Uh, 6-0 and out, San Francisco. Because if they're playing the rest... I'm worried, like, whoever the quarterback is starting, like, I think they may get killed. Because Nick Bosa is, is crazy. And that, that defense has been on people's ass all, all year long. Jacksonville at Cincinnati. Cheapest ticket in football this week, twenty one dollars starting. Yeah, where's it at? Uh, it's in Cincinnati. If you want to make the drive, ah, um, Jacksonville would be worth it. Is this where Cincinnati gets their first one in the season? No, this okay. is where one of those games where like I'm talking to you next Monday and you're saying Gardner Minshew like 15, 20 times. Oh, I like that. The Bengals defense is that bad. Yeah, they're terrible. But like they're Andy Dalton is gonna, that bad too. Clay's Campbell is gonna have a big day. Yeah, Andy Dalton's gonna be hurt. Um. He's gonna get hurt. It's it's gonna be rough for Andy Dalton. He's had a tough go of it later. <laughs> like this is the game for Jalen Ramsey to come back. It should be. I mean, it'd be a fun game for him to yeah. come back. Get a couple picks, look good, get yeah. that that uh that trade stock kind of high. Yeah. And then they like, but the ownership is really adamant about not getting rid of him. So I think Tom Coughlin may have to suck that up and just understand I'm going to have to pay Jalen Ramsey. I don't think that's happening. I think that's gone. I, but, uh, I mean, it's more ownership. Like ownership outrules everybody. He's he's signing the checks. So if he decides I'm paying Jalen Ramsey, Tom Coughlin, you better walk your happy ass down there and pay some Jalen Ramsey. Houston at Indianapolis, another sneaky, Ooh, really good game. Some good divisional dope. games this week. Um, I gotta watch this. This is the Texans are feeling themselves four and two. They should be. Colts three and two coming off a bye. They're coming off. A lot of rest oh, after oh, shit. beating the Chiefs on the road on primetime. Their defense is legit. Their time of possession stuff is legit. I. This is like. This is when you bring tech, the Texans back down to earth. No, I can't do it. If Deshaun Watson makes it through this whole game without dying, 
they're winning this football game. What do you mean dying? What's your definition of dying? Like collapse like, lung or like just getting hit? He a has lot? to leave. Like he goes okay, to the okay, tent. Fair, 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 fair. Like if fair. we see that he's in the tent at least once today, I'm like, ah, oh, okay. Well, this is probably not their day. Yeah, but that would be a normal day for him to not be in the tent. He has to come uh, out of the tent. Yeah, that's a consistent <laughs> thing for him is for the tent. Like, yeah, he's getting Andrew Luck in like five years. Um, yeah. Um, so he's but like it's see the buy changes everything for me because Indianapolis prepares well. And they're like very balanced at this point in time. And Jacoby Brissett is doing what he's supposed to be doing, and uh, which is nothing. Well, his job is literally not to do anything. No, his job is to not lose the game. His job is to make a couple throws, manage the game, manage yeah. the clock, get down the field, convert it on third downs, and that's it. Like get it to Marlon Mack, get it to your playmakers. Let's let's do this. Like he's not going to be asked to do too much. And I've been saying that since the beginning of the year. He's not going to he's not going to be Andrew Luck, but. They're good enough to where they can get by with what Jacoby does. And, like, it's no indictment against Deshaun Watson. I think he's great. He's the better quarterback by far. But it's all up to that O and D line for the Texans, and I don't trust them. Giants at home, last one o'clock game against the Cardinals. Kind of tough. Do the Cardinals get to 500 this week? I see it. I think Kyler will outduel Daniel Jones. Patrick Peterson's back, right? Yeah, he's back. And Ooh, uh, like that against Daniel Jones. I like it too. But I mean, they they have some good receivers on on New York. They have. Do some they? Good, I mean, Sterling Shepard. I, I like Sterling Shepard as, as a, as a second, second maybe third, and I like Golden Tate as a number one. I mean, he his route running is really really good. Um, they can make some things happen. It's going to be on Daniel Jones, and they have to protect him. But Ky- I think Kyler's getting that five hundred that you've been looking for this whole season. So but, I'm excited. But it's not. It's not a good sign for either team if they win. But I'm you're going. Just, you're anti-Cardinal stuff. I'm, just, I'm not. It's not anti. It's just I got to bring you back down to earth, man. Like, there's got to be a certain amount of perspective that you're not giving right now. No, I won't. <laughs> um, the Chargers at Tennessee at 4 o'clock. Um, just both teams obviously really need this one. The Chargers almost came back and won last night. Um, they're in trouble. They're, their defense isn't what it was a season ago. They make a lot of boneheaded turnovers. They put themselves in the same holes they always do. Mm-hmm. Mr. December might not get a chance this year because Rivers might not be in the playoff chase at that point. But the AFC is that bad that I think they could still hang around and be there. Um, and I think that's what Anthony Lynn is kind of preaching to him, even though Philip Philip Rivers is still throwing like two picks a game and stuff like that. They can still probably make something happen, kind of. I mean, I'm going with I'm not going with the Chargers, but I mean, I'm not really excited about it. But who's um, starting for Tennessee? Is it Tannehill? Yeah. Do you think they're going to go? They're going to just pull him? No. If you if you bench Mariota in this last game, I think they're going Tannehill. I think it's going to be open. I think that's why they originally brought him here because of the inconsistency with Marcus Mariota. And uh, he but, said he's going to make the call of Mike Vrabel in the next 24 hours. Who's starting? Yeah, but it's also weird because you don't know what Tennessee Titans you're going to see. And because they're not consistent with their gameplay either, like they could come out and just destroy the Chargers, and nobody would be shocked. They could also make it a good game; nobody would be shocked, and they could also get dismantled, which no one would be shocked. So it's hmm. just it's a very confusing game all around for me. I'm gonna go Chargers. I'm still not gonna quit them. I think they might be able to get um, back on track this week. I agree. Um, Baltimore at Seattle. <laughs> Oof. This is gonna be a very physical, brutal brutal game this is gonna be very not very old school but it's gonna be like more early 2000s type of game yeah and it's it's gonna be pretty pretty cool like just to see what uh 
how Lamar like adapts to this this defense that they're going to be bringing, playing in Seattle and things like that. But I I'm, I got Russell on this one. Teddy went into Seattle and beat this the Seahawks team pretty handily, and I look at it where I I like Seattle. I think they're good. I think Seattle. If I do my like tiers, I actually would have them in a tier below the Ravens right now. I trust the Ravens offense more than I do the Seahawks. I trust I, I trust Russell Wilson. I mean, I do too, but I think if I had to bet, like it would not surprise me if the Ravens drop 35, run all over them. Wilson makes a couple bunhead plays, but like the Seahawks defense isn't what they like. They're 17th in football. They're solid on both sides of the mm-hmm. ball. They're just not really great at anything. I mean, and you could also look at the game they played yesterday and the other and other. They still struggled in that game. Well, look at it this way: the Browns gave them the game. Did you see Wilson lost uh, communication in his headset on one of the first plays? Yeah, and he scored a touchdown on them. I think that was the worst thing to ever happen to Brian Schottenheimer. Yeah, because if the play calling gets worse or like things aren't rolling, and uh, well, thankfully he has the biggest Jesus chain I've ever seen in my life, (laughs) so he'll be okay. But uh, it, it's just that that wasn't a good thing to come out about that team. I mean, it makes Russell Wilson look good, but it doesn't necessarily make that coaching staff look the best, especially when you had those questions in the playoffs last year in terms of play calling. And really, like, they didn't really put the ball in Russell's hands as much as they should have. So, but, I mean, just back to it, I, I still got – I still could see if Lamar and the Ravens could win this game, but I'm going to go Russell just because they're at home. I, I think they're going to they're gonna try to try to win out at home. New Orleans at Chicago. Chicago also coming off a bye. Um, Trubisky, um, is he back? I don't think so. Okay. Um, either way, uh, give Did it New matter? Orleans. Did yeah. it matter? No. Okay. But, yeah, God. Chicago. Um, yeah, I don't see a scenario. Like, I think this is low scoring. I believe in the Bears defense more than I do in a lot of other teams' defenses. But, like, this will probably be one of those ugly, super close games where neither team takes a lot of chances. And Yeah, it's going to be, like, one of those super close games that you're not even excited about. It's you like just... 17-9 Saints, and you're just like, that was awful. Yeah, but I also need to stop down Teddy because he's been lighting that shit up. So, I mean... I don't think this is going to be a light-up show for him. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you're probably right because that secondary is nasty in Chicago. And they're at Chicago. They're, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it may be low scoring like it was this week, but I still got the Saints taking that one. I just that defense for Chicago is legendary, but like that offense, I have a lot of questions, especially at the quarterback position. There hasn't been the right type of matriculation with Mitchell Trubisky, and his his trajectory is almost at the end point where you really have to assess who is he at that point. So and, uh, he sucks. Uh. I, I can't say sucks. Uh, you can. You you can say sucks. You're just like, he's not what they anticipated him being in Chicago. He's is what, he a bottom five quarterback in the NFL right now? He's yes. he's, he's in the bottom tier, but he's, he's also what we all thought he was coming into the draft. Though. But you could have had Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes. Exactly. but And I agree with you, but like his play doesn't necessarily surprise me. Cause yeah. Like, that's still bad. Yeah, I mean, it's still it's still bad. It's, um, yeah, that's bad because I was talking shit. Yeah. Damn, what was this, a couple years ago? Yeah, I was talking a lot of shit. But, I mean, he's who I thought he was, and I'm like, oh, you're just getting what you bought. That's, that's the way they I They traded up for him. You, you bought a Honda Civic, and you you wanted to drive like Ferrari. No, fam, that's that's what you got. That's, yeah. That's cool. It's it's running. It's humming. It's cool. Like, But, I mean, 
they, I don't know. The Chicago Bears just got to figure it out. I think they're going to be in the market for another quarterback coming soon. I wish they would go get Teddy. They but. can't. They have to clean house if that's what they do. Like, you have to stick with Trubisky long. You cannot move out of that. Like, you were you yeah. were settled in with Mitch Trubisky you can for a while. But, can, but we, I, I thought that about Mariota and Jameis. And yeah. it's looking like Mitchell. Well, I'm maybe. saying you at least got two more years at Trubisky. That's fair. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Um. I mean, it just depends on how things play out. Because, I mean, it, it really can get to that point where they're just like, you know what, fuck this. He's not it. Let's get somebody else We can in. do that now, but they won't do that. They can do that now. Like, what else do they really need to work on? They have receivers. They can get an okay They have run. the defense to win now. Yeah. they. Why not? Yeah. Why not go out and get Teddy? Like, you don't have to pay him an outstanding amount of money yet. Teddy's not asking for that. Get Mariota. <laughs> why the fuck would you say that? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Get Tannehill. Um, Let's go get my boy Teddy, man. He need, he needs his own team now. Get back in that cold weather. Show Minnesota what's up. That would be awesome. Yeah, Paxton Lynch. What's he doing? Um, oh, Dallas at home against the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, ooh, okay. My thing is, I'm gonna start this off. You're not gonna like my answer on this. I, I mean, I don't like Cole's answer with everything he fucking says, so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But. I, I think that, that that Eagles defense can be had, and if they are not had in that first half, I'm going to be severely pissed off and probably black out by 8.30. <laughs> and I'm not even joking. They Dallas has the tools to make this happen, even though they're missing their left and right tackle. They can still figure out how to run the ball. They can still scheme their way into it um, if they leave Jason Garrett out of it. But if they get embarrassed in Jerry World against the Eagles – this shit is going to be terrible, man. And the Eagles got it. The Eagles are, have already like stepped up and said they're winning this game. Doug Peterson called them out already. Like the, They've called the Cowboys out, and they're calling their number, and they're going in their home field. So the Cowboys got to make this happen, even without Amari Cooper. Dak's got to show Is he out? Yeah. It's official, though? He's out? It's not official, but it's real questionable, and it's looking bad. I've, I've never seen him miss, miss. He left in the first quarter. Well, and the good news is you're playing the right secondary to not have Amari Cooper. Yeah, I mean, you Devin just, Smith party. Let's go. Jeez. Oh, I mean, well, I like Devin Smith. I like Michael Gallup. Michael Gallup, yeah. What's Terrence Williams doing? It's time for him to come back. No. Get I the gang to, back I together. Hate, I hate Terrence Williams. Please don't do this. No. Get the gang back together. You know what? Just lose the game for him in the last, mm-hmm. last 10, 15 yeah. seconds because you don't know what time is on the clock. You don't yeah. know where you need to be to get the fuck out of bounds. Yeah. Twice. Yeah, yeah. That's I fine. love Terrence Williams. I hate him. But, like, they can figure out some things. I'll, I would rather them bring Dez back before that shit. Oh, Dez. Man, no one talks about it. Like, he got hurt. It was a bad story because he got left out in the cold. And the Saints signed him. And then they like, what is he do? Is he still just rehabbing? I guess he's still not ready. No, he's... Because uh, he tore his Achilles, right? Yeah, I mean, he, he'll be rehabbing till He should be ready by the, the half mark of the season. I don't know. So, like... But he still might not get picked up. Pass will do it because um, he had a lot of he had like bolt, he had a lot of metal in his ankles and stuff like that. Like he's had a lot of surgeries over the the course of his career. Yeah, and he doesn't really know the full route tree. He's not that great of a route runner. He was kind of a fifty fifty ball guy, which is why it didn't work out with Dak because Dak's not throwing the fifty fifty ball. He's throwing the best catchable ball, and when you're not getting that separation, like. Like a Michael, Michael Gallup is getting, Amari Cooper is getting, even a Cole Beasley was getting, he's not going to throw it to you. Yeah. I have Philly. I'm betting on who I thought was the best NFC East team coming into the year. And Bitch. I'm not, I know, I'm not staying Bitch. away from it. Bitch. I know. Bitch. I'm sorry. Two for you, two for Cole. Okay. 
Monday night, Bitch. Jets Bitch. at home against the New England Patriots. Are you ready for my upset of the week? Get the fuck out of here. Do you remember how much the Patriots struggled against the Buffalo Bills earlier in the season? Oh, you mean the Giants in the first half? That and shit the was Giants in, in the first half? That shit was embarrassing. The Pats' defense is legit. Their offense is struggling. Brady has not been the same last couple weeks. They they had a good second half. But they play, like, good defenses have given the Pats problems. They don't have a lot of health in the second, in the, the wide receivers right now. They're, it's the Julian Edelman show. They had this dude who was wearing, like, a John Deere hat. Another white guy. Like, they were just... Oh, it was about to get real dark over there, wasn't it? Izzo is a tight end now for them again. Like, okay. there's just... They have a lot of names on that. Like, what... How are they still competing? The Jets have a top 10 defense in football. They also have playmakers. They have guys that have burned the Pats. Like, Le'Veon Bell has had success against this Pats team. I think this is going to be low scoring. I think it's going to be close. And a road game... Like, this is like the Jets Super Bowl this year. Pats at home? Yeah. I mean, I, this is like a morale game. This is like, hey, Brady, we're coming for you. Right. Type. But, hey, Brady, Bill, we're coming for you type of thing. Give me the Jets. I'm not going to... I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady. Jets going, fly high. I'm going no to. lie. You know it. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that shit? That's the whitest shit you've ever done. And I'm like, you've done some white ass shit these past couple weeks, but that was that was one of them. That was top five. And I'm here for it. And people be like, why does Chase make you so angry? Just listen to shit. Just fucking listen. Why would you? What? And you were proud of that shit. I saw your face. Like you were proud as fuck of that shit. I'm so I'm so damn mad. Like anyway, anyway, I'm going past just because you said that shit. I was going with it anyway, but still, I'm I'm doubling down. I don't even know what the fuck that means because we're not betting any money, but whatever. You're really mad. I just I can't believe you said that shit. I hope somebody listens to this and just like why. It was a clever line. You get it, like the Jim Jones song. I even worked on my Twitter and shit like that. And I just regret all of that right now. Dipset. <laughs> Please stop. Please stop. Are you cutting this out? No. Why? No. You want people to hear you say this shit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you really are proud of yourself. <laughs> oh my! This motherfucker said Dipset. You know, like the rap group. I know Chase. <laughs> I know dog. I know. Pretty sure. You're 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 a lot older than me, but I'm still I was still alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there another game we could talk about so I can get this moment just off me? Like, I'm about to go shower because I don't want any inkling of that shit on me anymore. I'm trying to think of a Joel Santana quote, but I can't right now. No, 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 no. We don't need no Cameron references. We don't need none of that shit. None of it. None of it. It's been gone. That (laughs) wave is over. Let that wave stay where the fuck it's at. Uh, Well, that's that's all I've got right now. I am proud of you for uh, today, though. You didn't cap as hard today. Like, for oh, real. good. For real, man. You're making progress. That shit nice. What is the update? What is my name in your phone right now? Oh, it's Mad Capper for real. Oh, okay. I got to change it, though, because it's, uh, it's almost holiday season, so I got to figure some new shit out. Damn it. Yeah, we got we definitely got to hang out more, because I got to figure some shit out. Like, I, actually, I got to check my Rolodex, because I have, like, a Rolodex of names for you, and then, like, pictures and stuff like that. It's just hilarious. <laughs> it's, like, my side, like, hustle, for real. Like, I don't make any money, but... The joy it gives me, like, raises my quality of life. So it's like I get paid. So I'm like, I'm thinking about it. I got to figure this out. Damn. There's so many. But, like, as more movies come out, like, stuff comes up. And it's just, it's great, man. It's it's like when I really get my creative juices going. I'm glad I can inspire you. Thanks, man. 
I I'm all to. about inspiring. Yeah, you were inspiring the hell out of me because I've come up with some stuff over the past eight months that I just didn't know was there. And I was mm. like, damn. I was like, ah, shit, I got to say it out because I can't just change monthly because that's too much. Mm. You don't want to burn yourself out. So, like, right. seasonal has been the thing. It was at a point from last December to March, you had a new name every month. Mm. And then the don't answer was the funniest shit ever. I was like, wait, you had me as don't answer? Oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. And I looked at my phone every time, like, who the fuck is this? <laughs> and you'd be like, hey, are you guys home? I'd be like, oh, shit. But yeah, like getting a text from a don't answer number, priceless, priceless. I wanted to go with Harry Potter, but it's too easy. What? You kind of look like Daniel Radcliffe. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No. You, wear, you be wearing them glasses. You start wearing the clear frames now so people can stop seeing that shit. But you <laughs> slick look like that nigga. Oh, when I went back to the, 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 the tortoise. Yeah, whatever the fuck that shit is. But yeah. But like, what else were you? I you were Topher to Grace. Topher Grace was the best. I'm at, I might have to use that. White Boy Chase was one. Damn. Um, the Mad Cabin one is just, it's perfect right now, though. But like, you've kind of not been living up to that name, so it's got to change. Hmm. Last week you were, this week it's been better. I mean, it is only Monday, but it's better. It's good. I'm proud of you. Progress. Okay. Thanks. Progress. They, hey, they said you were making progress. Noah said that shit, and I was like, there ain't no way, but I've been seeing it. Cole is about to drive off the road as he's listening to this. Yeah, it was. It got to a point where I was having those dreams like two or three nights in a row, but like it's been, it hasn't been as bad lately, so I was like, yeah, it's all right. Two or three nights? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's concerning. Um, I don't know what that means about my psyche, though. I have no idea. I think it might be in shambles. I'm not. I'm. I'm not the one to um to answer those kind of questions for you. All I, I can know. do is do my best. Okay. All right. To be Fair. An enjoyable, fun Fair. roommate, Fair. friend, and everything. I'm trying to figure out what the fuck your best is, and and I'm trying to just like it's great. It's what not. It is. It's it's what uh. It's what you would think, what I think Kyler Murray is right now. It's like, oh, okay. Average. Yeah, it's like above average, but like, is it really anybody's real best? Like, if you put it in a spectrum, no, but whatever. Well, I think that's a good way of wrapping up <laughs> before this gets even worse for me. You just get to get to vent and people are just like, mm-hmm. I feel like people are going to call and be like, I'm concerned about Chase. Why? He's fine. No, about you. Like, his safety need, in the house. Yeah, I think you need to calm the fuck down. Like now, it's like if you get murdered, everybody's coming at me. Not just you. Noah's uh, Noah's a good. No one would well. do it though. No, that's, that's, a, that's a, a good. Softie. That's a good hard to do. Right. You know, Cola, Cola, Cola would surprise me. He would help. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing about Noah is that he is just deep down good guy. Loves to date and get in relationships. That's really what Noah's looking for. More He's than a wholesome else. ass dude. Right. Light skin is mm-hmm. fuck, mm-hmm. and I'll be so proud of him, man. He's, he's a person we should and girls should only look at him as boyfriend material <laughs> every perspective girl that knows noah from Ponko, just remember he is all about all about boyfriend wholesome material and after this podcast he's gonna be all about whooping your ass <laughs> I, I do think that shit is funny that he actually changed his name from noah from Ponko. i love that shit mm-hmm. that shit is perfect marketing that shit is genius who do you think came up with that Oh, it was definitely you, but mm-hmm. like he should have been using that a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And we got to get well, you, you using Big Dunk more. Uh, no, but like, do you not like that? It's weird. But it's, what's another nickname for you? There's, there's like a thousand nicknames. Give me another one, with. bro. You literally, you can make a Dunk Steel anything. Like there's Dunk so- Steel is like it's almost like a superhero name. Yeah, I'm heroic. Are you? 
In my job, yeah. Okay. Your mysterious day job. Yeah, exactly. I do great things in my other one. Mm. Panko, I mean, Panko help people too, so that's nice. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm in the business of helping people and serving people. Because okay. I like people. More than I, some more than others, but I like people. I like to help people. We were wrapping up like five minutes ago. What happened? Uh, I got real black on that. Like, you know, when like black people say like, bye, and then like, they still be there like 15 minutes later. I got to stop doing that shit. Yeah. I usually, that's why I just disappear. Because every yeah. time you really say bye to somebody, like you end up dabbing all these fucking people up and saying, what's up? And then y'all start making plans and shit. And I'm just like, well, how the fuck did I get here? And I'm like, I'm Audi 5000 and... Yeah, you're like, and you're just like, you do the deuces up, like, you just do weird shit that people haven't done since, like, the 80s or the 90s, like, these weird gestures that only, <laughs> if you've watched, like, Molly Ringwald movies, you get them, but, like, that's the only way you would get it, but it's fine. I'm fun. Very social, very normal. Very great. So, I mean, I guess that's all the time we have for this week, though, right? Yeah, I think so. All right, yeah, we'll go ahead and wrap it up, man. It was, it was nice being on. Bye, Doc. Bye. Bye. <laughs>